Sorry, muted. Good Sunday <laughs> evening. <laughs> that was a great start, but I'll try it again. I'll try it again. This is Andrea Eichmann with the People's Patriot Project, and we are here every Sunday night with We Got Your Six at Six Patriot Playtime, brought to you by the People's Patriot Project every week. Um, we're bringing you our weekly show slash podcast um, with a, an awesome guest tonight. We have got CJ Garten on the show tonight. He's going to bring some music and some conversation. And we've already been together for almost an hour. Um, 
getting acquainted. So it's going to be amazing tonight. We may also have J.R. Smith stopping in um, every week. We bring you a guest, usually another nonprofit or a veteran or first responder owned business that is interested in helping and supporting others in their times of need. We always bring a musician along as well. A lot of times they're new and sometimes we bring back some of our favorite favorites and um, together we share, share all the good in the world and then sometimes the not so good. Um, tonight's show promises to be an evening of fun, amazing discussions. Uh, we will start as usual, however, by taking off our hats and standing if you can and joining us in the national anthem. Excuse me, not the national anthem, I'm too excited. We're gonna actually do <laughs> the Pledge of Allegiance. Wow, I got my crap together tonight. Please join us with the flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag. To the flag of, of the United, United States, States of America. America. And to, and the, to Republic the Republic for which, for which it, stands, it stands, one nation, one nation under, God, under God, indivisible, with liberty, with liberty and, justice, and for justice for all. Amen. And thank you. Wow. And there he is, CJ. Hello, um, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. This is exciting. We have uh, the second time we've spoken with CJ this week. And thank you. Thank you to Jen Ford for bringing, bringing him into our world. Not that we wouldn't have found him eventually, probably, but um, she made it happen last week. And here we are already. So um, absolutely. Great conversation already this week. It's awesome having you here, CJ. Um, I knew we were in trouble the second when we started our phone interview when uh, uh, you said, well, hello, darling, to Andrea. <laughs> and uh, I knew it was all over with. It was, here we go. I thought well, you said that um, For those who, those who don't know, we just went on the world's fastest taco run and made it back. <laughs> I know I had, <laughs> I, I had Mark pinching it there, a little nervous about it, it wondering if we was actually going to pull that off. But I, I'm pretty good with time scheduling, and we, I think we just, just, just pulled it off. You know, I, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't worried until the 33 ounce Michelada came out, and uh, <laughs> it was 10 minutes till the show started. And I'm like, what is going on? Uh, but you did it, brother. You're here. I'm you here. did it. It's amazing. Yeah. I um, play. I don't play. You know, if I do, if I do, it's uh, it, it mingles into work very well. You know, it's like that cat. Awesome. It's like that cat here in that homemade blanket. You know, it just it just ends up in there too. Um, so we have J.R. Smith with Veterans Ranch, who has uh, just popped in. We'll hear more about his mission. Uh, and we have uh, old, good, I'll, let me ref old for sure. Um, he likes uh, he likes to, he's bragging. He's bragging to Andrea that he cooked all these butts this weekend and everything. But, you know. Oh no! You, you know, gotta Adam. you gotta Adam. show up to the competitions to have any clout. That's that's uh, that's what has to happen, brother. I like pork butts, and I cannot lie. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Got it. Amen. I lived that world for a while. <laughs> well, it's good to meet you guys. Good Same. To meet you too. Yes, sir. Nice to meet you both. And good to see so you again, Mr. too, Jones, Adam. Adam Jones is with uh, Feed the Heroes Foundation from Georgia. Um, 
and his lovely significant other was begging us to get him on tonight. So I, I don't know what kind of news he's going to be telling us, but uh, I don't know why. But it better be something big and good. It, it's really. I nice. think he has to own up to the breaking of the pizza pan. This is what I've been told. A pizza no, pan no. got broken. No, not not owning up to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pizza stone made by Pampered Chef that Maiden oh. was in the oven when he started the oven. And then, yeah, so, yeah, you know, I don't know. I just heard Not my fault. Well, don't worry, because my wife can get you some Pampered Chef stuff pretty cheap. So oh, we didn't talk, we didn't we talk then. Get you out the doghouse. <laughs> there we go. There we go. It's awesome. Well, Miss Eichmann, share with us what's in the news this week. Well, let me tell you about this. We are uh, we are in the month of the military child. And at the end of the show, Peterson, don't let me forget to tell you my ideas about this. But April is designated as the month of the military child. This is a time to honor the sacrifices made by military families worldwide, with an emphasis on the experience of the dependent children of military members that serve at home and overseas. Month of the Military Child is sponsored by the Department of Defense, Military Community, and Family Policy, and it is supported by many other organizations. Um, I was reading about, there's a, there's a lot of opportunities out there to get involved with this, um, you know, internally and externally. Mark and I would probably venture to pull in first responder children as well, and as teachers. Um, we've talked about this many, many, many a time. It wouldn't just be a month of military children. It would be looking out for them and getting into the school systems to um, support, you know, those kids. Um, it is also Military Saves Month, and I had to look this one up. used to be just Military Saves Week, but it has transitioned into a whole month. So the month of April, um, this campaign encourages milita military families to save money each month. The purpose is to assist servicemen and women and their immediate family members in their efforts to build personal wealth by reducing their debt and establishing saving goals. Um, engaging military spouses is also critical um, as they play a vital role in maintaining financial discipline and stabilities within their families. Um, there's a theme every week. So I went to veteran.com um, slash or uh, backslash military saves week. Um, I can put that link up and they've got the whole uh, the whole month mapped out for you there. Uh, April 5th, so in two days here, it will be Gold Star Spouses Day. Um, the term Gold Star Family and Gold Star Spouses and Gold Star Wives traditionally refer to the surviving loved ones of military members who have lost their lives in the line of duty. Gold Star Spouses Day was created to honor these loved ones. As with many things in American culture, it can take time for our institutions to catch up with our society which is why over time the word wives in the name of remembrance has been replaced by spouses. Um, there's so many more. It was just a few weeks ago I shared the, the uh, number of women in our military now as well. Um, so this recognition of the sacrifices made by military spouses is all at once a memorial for the fallen, a remembrance day for the survivors, and an appreciation for those who are sometimes in danger of being overlooked for their support and service to the country, all of you that support. That's for you. And then on April 9th, it is National Former POW Recognition Day. Um, it's a day to honor captured wartime service members who eventually did come home. It is observed annually on April 9th, and it commemorates the surrender 
of between 60,000 and 80,000 U.S. and, and Filipino service members to the Imperial Japanese Army at the Bataan Peninsula uh, in 1942. The initial day of recognition was created by joint resolution during the 100th Congress, signed into law by President Ronald Reagan on April 8, 1987. A later joint resolution design, designated April 9th um, as Days of Recognition, which President Reagan signed into law on March 28, 1988. The law requires that the, the sitting president issue an annual proclamation regarding the observance of the day. So there we have it for this upcoming week. Boom. Anything to add, Peterson? Anything? You guys are all muted, just so you know. I don't know if you're trying to talk to me. Nope. I <laughs> gave you that little piece of time so we wouldn't bluster into anything that you had to say. Real quick, let's do our shout-outs to those that are on early. And uh, We got Tammy Schroeder. We got Quinn, Michael Ledford, Bobby uh, Kretzinger, and his wife Peggy. Uh, Scott Singer, he must be uh, a huge CJ fan. Uh, Brian Gibson with uh, Fob Rush and Project Die Hard. Uh, Nikki Flowers is here, and thank you all. And we got this amazing panel of J.R. Smith, CJ Garden, and Adam Jones. Adam, tell us what's new, brother. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Got a little birdie over here trying to chirp it in my ear. So, So Adam, you were busy cooking yesterday, I heard. Yeah, yesterday. It was last weekend. We did uh, the Officer Desai event. Uh, the memorial ride for Officer Desai. We fed uh, sixteen hundred uh, participants in that Ooh. event. That was that was pretty nice. We were up for almost two days cooking butts for for that event. And he was the one that came to an accident. Oh yes, and Officer Desai was the one that responded to Lightsey's uh, accident uh, about a week before he passed away. That was a big one nationally because it made it all the way up here to our news. And then we had Zechariah. Um, he does running for heroes. Yeah. So he yeah, runs a yeah. mile. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So he, uh, I saw on his, when he did his mile for, for officer Desai as well. He's the one for the officer in Jackson County too. Yeah. We had two that, that week that actually passed away that for he ran, same, that he ran for. for. The same call that they went on domestic. Yeah. Same domestic call. Yeah. Yes. And those of you that are listening, Jr. and and CJ, if you don't know Zechariah and Running for Heroes, this he started this when he was nine. He's decided, what can I do for these these fallen officers? And so he's like, I love I love running. I'll run a mile for each fallen officer that I hear of ever. And he's down in Florida, but he travels around the country. And um, I can't remember, but he's raised well over two hundred like two hundred eighty thousand dollars over the last couple of years and given that away. Um, the sad part is when we met him and Mark had been communicating, there are people who don't appreciate the work that he's been doing. And if you believe it or not, he was like 10 and they were, they're like giving him threats on his life over social media because he was supporting, you know, our, our first responders and our police. And 
it was a mess. He might have been coming to Minnesota and he couldn't come. And, you know, that's not right. That's not right. We're all in the circle together. So there it well, is. And outside of that, I like to celebrate this amazing network that we really do have. And just the, the fact that we are so close with so many organizations that one person who knows another person, Brian Gibson has been on. And I know that Jr. and him have been working closely together and that's exciting. And uh, there's some messages Brian has posted that we'll, We'll bring up here in a second, uh, only because it would be more fitting if it was during uh, JR's uh, talk and telling us what he's going to be doing and working on. And, and, uh, and so uh, it's just, it's awesome. It's exciting. Um, I was telling CJ before the show started that uh, there's a tradition that has been happening with uh, the network of this organization, is and we actually get to be in the presence of all these people at some point. And uh, we have Miss Ford incognito uh, chiming in. Uh, the curator of this show, so to speak, um, only in the fact that she said, you guys got to check this guy out, CJ. And we checked him out and she's, she's right. She's right. We needed to, and it's, it's awesome. And um, there's some bigger things that we're, we got planned for the future, but, um, I would like to bring on, or he's on, but I'd like to open the floor to, to Mr. Smith in, uh, in his program. It's good to finally meet you kind of face-to-face, -face, uh, JR. Thanks yeah, for being here. Same. Yeah, start being a couple of minutes late. It uh, normally takes you 45 minutes to get home from Orlando, and it took an hour and 45 minutes because – about 10 cop cars shoved a BMW off the side of the road and everybody had to stop and watch and look at it. So anyway, sure. yeah, my apologies. But uh, yeah, great to meet everybody here face to face and been seeing y'all on the posts and whatever else. And so, yeah, I'm JR. I'm one of the co-founders and the vice president of uh, the corporate name. You'll see on my shirt is PJJR Ranch Corp. It's mine and my wife's initials. That's how you can find us on GuideStar.org. And uh, that's the charity name. And we're known as the Veterans Ranch. What we do is we work with veterans and their families through horses. You may know the term equine therapy. Um, you know, the big key is starting off by putting a grooming brush in your hand and getting you to build a bond of trust with an animal that's inherently not to trust anybody. Right. For anybody out there that knows horses, I'm preaching to the choir. But, you know, if you don't know a horse its only defense mechanism is biting you or kicking you. And as much as that can hurt like hell, it's not much of a defense mechanism if something's trying to kill you out in the wild. So their fight or flight is flight 99% of the time. So you, when you think you're just grooming, you're getting that horse to trust you. You're trusting the horse because you're dealing with this 1,200 pound animal that you've never been around before. And what it makes you do eventually is quit thinking about thinking. You know, we call it laying down your heavy coats of burden, walking off a new and improved version of yourself, whether that's a day, a week, a year, whatever you need, we're here to help you do that. As Brian has said, we have partnered up with him and he's partnered up with us. Um, you know, we, I'm going to divert off of my mission real quick and talk about Hope Stock July 29th, 30th, 31st in McCanda, Illinois at Forward Operating Base Rush. We will be there because we're going to provide the equine therapy services at Project Die Hearts facilities. 
Brian's going to provide the short-term housing on our facilities. Okay, and I'm going to be the MC for the event, so you'll get to meet me face-to-face. -face. So if you're anywhere near Macanda, Illinois, which is just south of Carbondale, three, four-hour drive from St. Louis, not far from Nashville, just you know, really want everybody to come out and put their hands on the building and see where their money's going. We currently run this out of our house. This is not a fancy backdrop. This is my family room. Those are three saddles that a retired Marine donated to me that took me a year to get back into shape because they were sitting on his garage floor, <laughs> you know, just kind of wasting away. But when I say we run it out of our house, we use other people's horses. We use other people's facilities. And, um, and that's great. We continue to do that. It allows us the flexibility to travel the state of Florida. We are also registered in the great state of Texas and soon to be Missouri. So we can travel anywhere. But that being said, we want our own piece of dirt. So we can do more on a daily basis on our schedule and timeline, not anybody else's. Um, right now, we have a, a project going on, if you will, called Project 20,000. Okay, like a lot of folks, we are $22 a month. We will take any donation, be it volunteer time or monetary donation. But we ask people to give a buck about veterans. And yes, I say that tongue in cheek, the best way so I don't get kicked off social media. Um, but, you know, pledge $22 a month. We need 20,000 people doing that. Now we're playing mommy against daddy is, you know, because Ron DeSantis said, welcome to Florida, America's new Texas. And I called all my Texas buddies and that pissed them off. <laughs> and he said it made us mad because it's true. You know, we wish Texas was more of the Texas everybody thought Texas was. And uh, so we're trying to see who will be the leader in helping us get there. So when you sign up for $22 a month, whether you're in one of those states or you're somewhere else in the country, we'll send you a T-shirt and a pint glass for your favorite beverage as our way of saying thanks. That's about a $50 value nowadays with the way inflation is. Um, and you know your money's going to help veterans. We put your money where our mouth is. Okay, we're going to spend it right. We're not buying corporate jets. We're not taking trips to Vegas. We're not buying, you know, hoods on NASCARs and everything else. It, the money goes to the mission. Personally, I haven't paid myself in five years that we've been doing this. I'm not against salaries. I'm just not for people paying themselves almost, you know, seven hundred, eight hundred thousand dollars a year because the government says they can. Uh, more of the money needs to go to the mission. You know, like Brian, we're fighting veteran suicide. You know, 22 a day has unfortunately become a marketing tool um, for a long time. It's now on average 35 a day. That doesn't encompass active duty. That doesn't encompass uh, first responders who are veterans or anything else. So that is our mission to help get that number as close to zero as possible through God's majestic animal that can literally feel a gnat land on its back and knows everything about you two feet away. I'll turn it back over to you guys, see if you got some questions or see if anybody out there has got some questions. You got that down to a T right there, brother. That's uh, pretty awesome. What was the, where, when was the deciding point where you said something needs to be done? Um, October of 2017. And I can't, I can't remember the exact day, but I can tell you the month and year. Um, this was not my idea. This is the good Lord's idea. Okay, as you can see in our logo, we are a faith-based organization, although I am like the Charlie Daniels song. It says, one minute I kneel down and pray, the next I stand and curse. You know, there's one perfect man that walked the earth in the last 2,000 years, and it sure wasn't this guy. <laughs> so 
my dad always taught me to keep a legal pad by the bed in case you get an idea in the middle of the night. Boy, have I had a lot of legal pads that really didn't go anywhere. This one, I still have the original legal pad. I scribbled the word ranch on it at about three in the morning. Had no idea what that meant. Went back to sleep. Over the next couple of weeks, a lot of thinking, a lot of praying, because my wife is the first Floridian born. I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. So I'm a transplant to Florida. So I heard native Floridians were hard to come by. So I found one I liked and grabbed her. But, you know, she always had, she had a pony growing up. Her family's from Kentucky. Um, so horses were in her blood. I was the country boy that grew up in the county. As much as I loved my life growing up, I was always more comfortable out deer hunting with a 30-30 than I was the concrete jungle. So we always wanted a couple horses and our own little slice of Americana, but the word ranch never came into play. As most things do, we're going to Bass Pro Shops. We stop at Chili's for lunch. I ask her for a pen, and about 20 chili napkins later, the idea for the Veterans Ranch was born. And by December of 17, we're a nonprofit, and we've just been on, on purpose, on passion, and on fire ever since. Because, you know, that first couple of years of running a nonprofit, boy, it's on the job training. You know, you, you don't know what you don't know. And you're just trying to get your name out there, make some connections, make people realize it's about saving lives. To this day, I still have to convince people that we're not Walgreens and CVS selling the same cheap Chinese crap on opposite street corners. It's about saving lives. I had a guy in Nevada who has a veteran nonprofit. I asked him to share my Project 20,000 video. He said, that'll take away from my foundation. And I'll use Brian's line we use all the time. Teamwork makes the dream work. How about I share your stuff out here on the East Coast where I guarantee you no one knows you exist and you share my stuff basically on the West Coast where a lot of people probably don't know I exist and we help each other's mission. Oh, 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 yeah, I guess I can do that. So, you know, we're just about saving lives. Doesn't matter who gets the credit. I don't break my shoulder, you know, patting myself on the back. This is the good Lord and the horse. And he just put the idea on these big shoulders to make it happen. I love it. I love it. Um, you know, that is, you're bringing up a very vital point, And that is the, the working together. And that was uh, the vision and the passion of the People's Patriot Project. Only the fact that. Um, I know that we can't get it done by ourselves. And the number is, and you've got your numbers and our, our research gets us to the, the numbers are 17 to 75 every day. And, uh, you know, at one time I was talking to a, a marketing person and they're like, well, why would you get into a field that is so completely saturated? And I'm like, how can this possibly be saturated when we have this many people on a daily ending their lives because they don't yeah. know what if tools can, are available to them? If I can say something, um, I don't think it's a market. I mean, I don't, I don't really don't I see it in a marketing standpoint. You know, you can look at one thing, but lies are not a market. Lies are, are oh, lies what make the world go round. That's yeah. Right intent for, for the way people see certain things you know a, a nonprofit organization is strictly that to empower each other and to find a place for so that way people can go somewhere and get the help they need or be able to project good and love and appreciation you know for something that, that someone has given 
their life or their family member's life for. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's a cancer foundation. It doesn't matter if it's a military benefit foundation. It doesn't matter. What matters is is people coming forward and taking their time out of their day, out of everything we have in life, to dedicate to someone else so they can have a better life. I Couldn't have said it better. Couldn't have said it better. It's right on point. Yeah, it, it, it truly is just coming together and, and um, you know, making making the dream happen. Let's get this number down. I mean, I, I get it. I'm a proud patriot. Okay, I'm the 99% that support the 1% that wore the uniform. But I understand the fact that the military's job is not to be your financial counselor, not to be your babysitter. They're teaching you to go get the bad guy. So it's our job to pick you up when you get out. And I, I had a, a chief petty officer the other day explain to me, he said, look, you're 18. They program you to kill on response without fear, without thinking about it, and then just expect you to jump out in the world and the world expects you to be normal. And I say that'd be like our beer drinking, Cheeto eating fat asses being expected to be boot camp ready the day they get out. It's just unrealistic, right? So, you know, I, I try and teach civilians their life for the last four plus years has been told when to pee. Don't expect normal because their world and your world are now two completely different things. Learn what they've learned and apply it to your, your business. You know, when we get our own piece of dirt, the only people we're hiring are veterans and their immediate household family. So if you don't have a DD-214 in your house, you can volunteer, but you can't be on the payroll. It's, uh, please take time to do this. And then this is this brings a little bit of reflection of um, the Battle of Iwo Jima. If, if you take the time to go look at those troop transports and look at the pictures, there's there are some very, they're, they're very specific pictures I want you to look at. I want you to look at the young men in those pictures because that's exactly, they are the 17-year-olds, the 21-year-olds that went and fought that battle. And that's what is happening. That's the majority. That is the, the 60% of our military is all the rugrats that are coming out and, and want to make a difference. And I have to say myself, I have one that uh, just is transitioning out of his, his first uh uh, series and now is going into uh, work with the AGR, uh, but uh, there's some pieces that I, I actually have to pick up and say, "Hey, did you think about this?" Well, he didn't have to think about this three months ago because, you know, the the dining facilities. Which do you guys know? It's called a DFAC now. I I've never heard of DFAC. Uh, but that's dining facilities. When I was in, it was a mess hall or chow hall. Or what was it for you, uh, CJ? It was mess hall. It was the same thing. I mean, you know, it, it, it's always got to be some sort of acronym or some sort of clever way. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They got to mess it up, don't I, they? I, you know, I called it my buffet because, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they lost. They lost a lot more, you know, <laughs> with me eating. You know, I still, I still piss off my face when I go there and eat. So the one, the one thing the military paid me in, in ample amounts of, and that was that was food. I was the two omelet every side that they had in my my milk and coffee and, and juice in the morning. So, you know, hey, 
I think you would go hungry now, brother. I think you would be hungry. Uh, they don't feed them like that anymore. It they is, don't. Uh, That's heartbreaking. You know. I think you feed a man <laughs> he can eat, and then some. You know, feed. I uh, my favorite was like legitimately all the hash browns you could get on there with the gravy on it, with as many eggs as you can pile on it, and just stack that thing up as big as it'll go. And oh yeah, throw a couple honey buns in there. Uh, which I never had a honey bun before in my life coming honey from great. You Wyoming State. Over. <laughs> 20 seconds, and that's the real honey bun. That's when it comes alive. Yep. Yeah, it's craziness. Uh, but back to my point. It, it's, it's the drive of legitimately our younger generation that is driving our military and they need to be supported. They don't get to learn the pieces that uh, everyone else gets to learn because a, they may stay with mommy and daddy or might get to, you know, sleep in their basement for a good chunk of time. They're out learning this on their own. They're learning in a different fashion and, and, and format only in the fact that they've got, their daddy is their drill sergeant and or their, their cadre when they exit uh, AIT. And um, they've learned to grow up quick. And it's a different grow up than if you grow up in the on the regular processes. Like I said, go see those. Uh, go look at those pictures of Iwo Jima and look at those literally young men. Um, and I'm not sitting there. I'm not trying to say not young women, but at that time, women weren't allowed in combat, and that was just the way it was. Um, JR, thanks for coming, brother, and, and uh, hang tight. Um, yeah. I'd like to get to this amazing talent of this guy because I'm, I'm chomping at the bit here. I've been so excited all week long. Um, Jen nailed, nailed it right on the head. Boom. This guy's – he's got his stuff, man, and I love it. Well, I appreciate what, uh, that. What song are you going to go with first, brother? Well, I mean, given that this is such a uh, military-driven thing, I, I've got a song that I put out. It was so impactful that I, you know, I put it out on one album, and I put it out on the very next album. And then uh, Wade Jennings, Waylon Jennings' grandson, dropping this as a single. He plays it religiously everywhere he goes. It's called The Gun. I wrote this song um, back whenever Trump and Hillary was at uh, odds trying to get into presidency, and I honestly felt like whenever I, I didn't really pay attention to uh, politics a whole lot, you know, um, just being honest about it. But the thing is, is, I do pay attention to our country, where we came from, and how much impact we have in each other's lives. And I just got back from tour, sitting in the end of the bed, and they, they had their debate on in the background, just kind of quietly. I was doing some songwriting and the song, you know, hit me because it felt like every time they were addressing an issue, they were more like kids at a playground throwing mud at each other's faces. They weren't really addressing issues that we as a country in a whole need to hear. You know, the uh, the presidents of the country that I grew up hearing when I was in elementary school was, you know, John F. Kennedy and having to recite, you know, the inaugural address of, you know, those type of people that, that held themselves in regard knowing that one man or woman will represent a country and so when they got to the gun i just they they got back to slandering each other and, and just missed the whole issue of what we needed to hear as individuals 
the gun is not just an object. Uh, you know, it's something that you lay it down, it does no damage or no harm to anybody. But the reality is, is it, it helped us create the United States. It, it helped us paint every every stripe and every star that's on that flag. It's, it's what protects us from, from you know, the enemies coming in. It's also what puts food on our table. And, uh, you know, so there's a lot of impact for me growing up as an outdoorsman on a ranch. I own a, you know, sixth generation cattle ranch. I'm a sixth generation rancher by birth. So we started on the land run and turned that into, a, a, you know, a long working ranch for years. And I know that we could not have done that without the means and capabilities and knowledge that we had and, and usage of that item, the gun. I'm going to play the song for you guys. That's okay. Stories about me, some are good, some are bad. I fought in three wars, I've even made it back. I put food on the table through the long spring cold. I even helped a miner protect his hard earned gold. I've been hanging over warm lit fires. Oh, I've been abandoned, left out in the cold. Yes, I have killed for money and desire. Oh, I've been bought, stolen, and sold. If a soldier ever falls I've lived crying out 21 times. Though I'm to blame, Lord, I ain't the one. But always remember, well, I'm just a gun. Yes, ma'am, remember, well, I'm just a gun. Handed down from a father to son. I'm a hero in movies, I'm a villain in song. I'm only second to our freedom of speech. Sorry, got a little choked up there. If a soldier ever falls behind, I'm leave crying now 21 times. Though I'm to blame, Lord, I ain't the one. I always remember, well, I'm just a gun. Yes, friends, remember. I'm just a gun. 
I don't choose sides. But it wasn't for me to be no Fourth of July. I can't judge who's wrong or right. I'll leave that in your hands for you to decide. Yes, friends, remember, oh, I'm just a guy. Lord, please remember. I'm only a guy. Yes, friends, remember, I'm only a guy. That's God bless the country music right there. Hey, thank you. Sorry, I got a little uh, little tore up on that one line. That's my buddy's favorite two lines of the song, um, and he passed away. He unfortunately lost his battle a couple about a month ago, and so we're still still carrying that with us. And he used to always tell me, man, that was his his favorite favorite part was that whole second verse of that song. And so, you know, that's the whole impact of what that song's about, and um, and about how much strength and how much movement it had. When I wrote that, you know, I wrote it for personal complexion of what i saw but what it's done and how it's reached people has been humbling like you said jr there's things that you do you know that uh that ain't you that's the good lord above and i think you put that down here to, to help me translate that and relate that so that way you can do things yes sir if it don't choke you up a little bit it ain't real yeah so that was the conversation we had prior and i you know cj's been so gracious with us and just I always give our artists the chance to do what showcases them the best. And sometimes audio doesn't work real good through these live streams and everything. It is my preferred way to do it live. So not to exploit, but to see the real feel of that song. Um, thank you so much, CJ. That I had the feels the whole time during that song. And just... Uh, Knowing that you own it and it's real and it's real to people, and the the people blowing up the channel right now, you've got to. I just, it's the right thing. It's the right place. It's the right time. It's the right conversation. It's the right message. Thank you. Yeah, my, man, my pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you guys. Thank everybody for coming on here. Thank Jen for introducing me and stuff and uh, you know thanks for all the people taking time other day to sit here and watch us and what we're trying to share and spread out there you know means the world to me you know you got to you got to get cinema you got to get serious about certain things because it doesn't matter um you know how much fun you have in life how much all we we do together we we do have to get serious we do have to address things that need to be addressed that's half the problem with this world today we we kind of throw it under a rug and walk on and walk past it but reality is is we can address that we can all laugh a little easier and live a little lighter because we we hit things as they come you know, it's just like that situation where hard rain, you don't just walk away from it. You start digging ditches, so that way you can funnel the water away from the home so you don't, you know, don't turn it into a flood and drown your house. You know, it's uh, one of those situations. If you got a problem, address it. Take care of it. And then bring people and 
and bring product awareness and awareness to that. So uh, that means the world to me, man. Thank you guys so much. And uh, hopefully that, you know, we can do our little bitty part. Yeah, again, so perfectly well, said. I mean, yeah, me, me and Brian say the same thing. You know, I mean, you got the top five, six veteran organizations out there bringing in 500 million to a billion dollars a year. You had veteran suicide numbers still going the wrong way. And Mark, that goes to your point that no man's an island, you know. I mean, I, I got 400,000 veterans within five or six counties of where I live, and I can't serve them all. But I'm going to do every damn thing I can to get as many as I can. Brian's going to do the same. And through platforms like this, we can all work together from all over the country and, and make this thing happen through music and everything else. I mean, Brian, Brian just put a great comment up there, and I'll let y'all share. <laughs> he just put a great comment up there, and boy, I'd love to see it. Let's uh, help me out here. He, he said, I need that song and CJ at Hopestock. I would love that. I would love that. You know, um, anything that we can do uh, to make that work, you know, we'll, we'll see if we can see if we can be there. Yep. I'd love to meet you face to face, brother. That'd be awesome. Yeah. God willing, the creeks don't rise. We can do that, my friend. God, I thought I was the only one that still said that. <laughs> 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 I'm country and a cow pissing on a flat rock, so I'll say all kinds of things. Oh, you and I are going to get along so well. <laughs> um, Quinn, who is Green Eyed Barbie, is uh, going to be kicking off here, but I do want to do a quick shout out to her and the Storm Riders, uh, who do they are boots on the ground effectively. They they fundraise, they go out there, and they legitimately broadcast and show uh, helping a veteran. They want to do as many as they can, but you know what? They go from veteran to veteran to veteran to make sure the mission is done and completed. Uh, get the, if you get the chance, go check out Storm Riders. Um, Andrew, if you can get up the link up there, that'd be great. Um, and we got just a bunch of people chiming in on the, on the show tonight, just sharing great things. Um, we had a, a real touchy-feely moment here, and I, I'm concerned here a little bit only because Jen wants me to ask CJ about hot sauce at the Sheridan. <laughs> hey, that ain't touchy. That's uh, that's just part of life, man. I don't know. I didn't stay at the Sheridan. I wasn't staying there. I, I wasn't. And I hadn't, I'd never actually been to that Sheridan. But, uh, you know, I, my grandma always told me that I ain't never met a stranger. So I walked around life just living that, living just like that because, uh, you know, I always look at somebody as my next best friend before I even shake their hand, and that's just how I've always been. I just am not a reserved cowboy. You know, I, I you know, I, I might be a little bit of a, you know, stern sometimes about situations, but that's generally when we're in the process of getting something done. But um, you know, when Jen and them invited us over, and they had a big old adventure. People sitting in the middle after the uh, T3R Awards, the Texas uh, Regional Radio Awards people were passing around the guitar and jamming and playing and having drinks and everything else. And uh, I don't know why, but I asked the young lady at the counter, she's a sweetheart, and I said, hey, darling, could I have this? And after that, she just said, sure. And, um, you know, I, get, I was the go-to guy for, for what was needed. Uh, you know, if somebody wants a blanket, hey, Lauren, can you get someone a blanket? And this young lady at the front desk was just sweet and kind enough to give us any about anything we daggum needed. And uh, we know from from opening the drinks up to the back bar in there to uh, to bring his blankets to when 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 Jen ordered us some tacos at, at, at two in the morning from Taco Bell from everybody to eat on. 
they didn't have any hot sauce, which I mean, I don't know why you have to ask for hot sauce and napkins when you go through a Mexican drive-through. That should be just gratis, but apparently you have to request that thing. And there was a lick of hot sauce in there, and, and we all know how pitiful Taco Hell. I was like, I'm gonna have to drown some hot sauce. So I went back to the uh, the young lady who's running the front desk of the Sheridan, and I was like, I don't even stay here. I said, but could, I know I've asked quite a bit from you. I said, but can I get some salsa or some hot sauce now? She's like, yeah, sure. And she come disappearing and come back. And, you know, Jim to me is like, if you get anything else that you ask for, I think I'm going to think you're like a vampire or something. Like, you know, she's like, I don't think it's a normal thing. Cause like, I think I'd got like a, a round of drinks, uh, some blankets, some hot sauce. She's, she was like, here is, this is my word of warning to the entire network. <laughs> Do not fall asleep before Jen Ford does. Because she thinks she is a world-renowned TikToker that will exploit you falling asleep. And uh, there's some videos out there of me that I, I wish weren't out there, thanks to, to Jen Ford and our, our lovely Andrea Eichmann as well. So, um, Did it have to do with hot sauce? Uh, some kind of sauce, yeah. <laughs> but, some kind of sauce. But yeah, long story short, you know, we had a great time and we, we spent a lot of time talking and visiting and hanging out. So I'm really blessed because out of all of that, here I am with you guys. And I, this is only going to get better. Um, I am so excited. I got the Holy Ghost bumps right now just kind of thinking about what is the next step, what is the next move, where we're going, and what we're going to be doing. So with that said, JR, well, what are you working on next, and what do you need to get done, and where are you going? Well, like I said, I, I will be um, up in um, Macanda at the end of July, you know, with Brian for Hope Stock. Um, I'm probably going to be right middle to end of May. I'll be up in Missouri working some gun shows up there in a – uh, the St. Francis County Fair and Rodeo. Uh, so that's middle to the end of May. You can find me there. I'm putting all the events uh, where I'm going to be headed on the website. If you are anywhere near uh, Central Florida, I'm in Lakeland, which is halfway between Disney World and Tampa, just to put a pin on that map. So if you're in or around basically Orlando to Sarasota, we're a couple hours from each other. We'd love to meet you. Uh, we're going to be having another trail ride coming up soon. And uh, just, again, anything we can do to, to help our veterans and, and uh, have a good time, too. It's all about having some fun. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Thank you for being here. Thank you Thanks. for sharing your mission. Uh, thank you for jumping in the same boat with, uh, with Brian Gibson and, and all those organizations that are in the same boat with, uh, with all of us that are trying to promote this opportunity to go out there and make that number a lot less. Whatever number you're going by, it needs to be less. So, yeah, one's uh, two. Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, what do you got going on next? So we're we're in the planning stages of um of a veterans retreat. We're planning, and we were going to do it in April. It kind of got pushed to May, and now it's getting pushed to probably October. Um, don't want a bunch of you know guys in the woods in the middle of summer, you know, um, for a weekend. So just that's, um, the veterans retreat is the biggest one we're working on. It's going to be 
with Operation Tackle Box, it's going to be we're looking at Tony Turner coming out. Um, that's that's the next biggest thing we have on the books right now is the Veterans Retreat. We're trying to put a, all our efforts into that one. Um, probably five to ten veterans, uh, probably combat veterans. That's that's our goal uh, to do an entire weekend just based around them. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, right. look at this network, man. Any, look what we're getting done. Anything we can do to help guys, and that means everybody that's here, you know, just please reach out and PM us. I know we have a great team that we put together um, that help us facilitate all that. If, you know, we have a wonderfully hectic schedule, but it's never hectic enough to where we're, you know, too busy for any, each and every one to help make a difference. So, um, you know, even after we jump off here, you know, please communicate with us and, and reach out and let's see what we can do together and see how we can contribute to what you guys are doing. That's why we make music. That's why God gives it to us to uh, empower others to, uh, you know, do more. Amen. So there is CJ, and I guess I we didn't tell you this piece, and I know you got to get going and uh, take your lovely wife out for dinner yet tonight. He's one of those late night eaters, but uh we do a post show that uh, just as the people on the panel and sometimes some people request to come on just to do a little collab time and uh, talk about where we can go, where we can meet, what we can do to help each other. So if you if you have time, make sure you hang around and we will go through those steps and make sure all the contact information is given to everybody and everyone uh, just gets to know where they're at. Absolutely. You got another song? You ready? Driving away. What's that? I said Adam's already driving away. I know. He's, <laughs> well, they, I tell you what. The kids let the dog out. So. I like it. I like it. <laughs> That's what we have to do to get the mail back at the ranch. <laughs> CJ, what? Uh, so I do have your video queued for the song that you requested, but do you want to play another live one and then we can close with uh, your uh, your other one? Absolutely. Absolutely. Y'all want something uh, up tempo or something back down in the uh, in the lower region again? What would you prefer? Let's let's raise the spirits a little bit. All righty. Well, even even in a country boy song, raising the spirits is still some sort of cataclysmic event. So I hope y'all like this call back. <laughs> hey, can you do something with me though, Mark Andrea, Jr. Everybody. Right here, I'm going to go. Huh. That's right. That's called get a little excited about things. So when I come back around, ready? On the count of three. One, two, three. Huh. Huh. Yeah, I like it. Go on top. Huh. Huh. I love it. That's right. Huh. 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 Hit it 
down for a couple of things. I was headed to the general store. Gotta slide into the rattlesnake lounge, baby, for a drink or more. Been laid dead there, fresh on the floor, another ran out the door. About that time, the sheriff showed up, and I stood, I'd say more. Better get right with my maker for the thing it takes me. If it don't work out till it's right, I'm swinging from the tree. I'll be hanging from the tree. Swinging from a tree, I was swinging from a tree. Here we go again! Where you at? My timing was off. I was trying to wait for you guys, not go too early. <laughs> but a little bit off. Love it. It is. And hopefully he kicks back on here. And uh we got a great piece of that. And so this would be a great way to wrap up and run down uh again. Um anyone that you need to contact you on this uh platform, feel free to reach out at any time. Uh, I know that everyone that's here has got an open venue, opportunity, channel to, to uh, help veterans and first responders. Remember, uh, the People's Patriot Project is an opportunity to serve. That's why it was created. Uh, for those who didn't have a chance to serve, uh, for whatever reason, uh, here's a chance for you to actually be boots on the ground. We have a billion and a half ways to do that. It uh, doesn't matter where you're at, any part of the country, uh, we can fit you into the network and, uh, you know, just in tonight with having Feed the Heroes Foundation, the Veterans Ranch, uh, Project Die Hard. I mean, that's that's Kentucky, Illinois, uh, Florida and Georgia, us here in Minnesota. Uh, CJ's down in Oklahoma. Um, he's coming back on now. I'm no, back. It was back. awesome, man. Back. Did y'all have fun? I guess that was a perfect closing right at the end of the song. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. nailed it, man. It was perfect. You got there's people blowing up and it's all great. Uh Derek Aosio, uh again, um down in Texas, another organization. Um catch twenty-two. It is just thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone, for being here. And remember, uh, we're also the opportunity for hope. It is that's our beacon, man. We are a beacon of hope and opportunity for those who may be struggling at a moment. I do want to do a shout-out. I won't say his name, but uh, we did have a brother this week. Thank 
God. I do have to say that. Um, he was wrestling with his demons this last week and uh, did attempt on the 15th, and uh, he's not proud and happy about it, but he's here. We're glad he's here. Uh, you Foxtrot Matter, That's uh, we're with you, brother. Um, just remember that chain of communication. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to put this out there. There's a little contention and piece of frustration in the fact that I talked to him just the day before, um, and he said everything's all right. You are all right, brother. You are all right, and uh, we are here for you and with you, and we'll continue to be, and we support you. So uh, in those toughest of moments, find the beacon, and we are here. Um, thank you, everyone, for showing up. Um, do you have anything you want to say, CJ, about uh, your last song that we'll be closing on? Uh, what What is it? It is uh, <laughs> If Daddy Can See. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, you know what? I think the song speaks for itself. And um, for me, like I said, music's interpretation. If I did too much talking, I couldn't let it be your own. So um, I'm going to go ahead and leave it like that. But from the bottom of my heart, um, y'all, CJ Garten, I thank you very much. And uh, anything and everything we can do, anybody that is out there watching that's a veteran, active duty, first responder, first and foremost, hats off to you. Thank you for your service, your time, your sacrifice that you've given for this country. And uh, I hope we get a lot more years to share with each other, everybody. Be blessed. I uh, I hope that uh, next week's show can – this is going to be a tough one to follow, but we – Want to make sure we uh, invite everyone to come to next week. We got Brandon Mills, uh, a.k.a. known as Brandon Miller, because I didn't know how to type his name the very first time when he came onto our show. I have been down to Nashville. We do laugh and play about that. Uh, but we have Brandon Mills and Rick O'Toole next weekend. Um, come see us at We Got Your 6 at 6 Patriot Playtime every Sunday, Central Standard Time. Thank you for being here. Again, you Foxtrot Matter, and we have the amazing C.J. Garten with If Daddy Could See. From a small town I came from nothing These two hands I sure built something If daddy could see He'd be proud of me A little hard work never hurt no one It's what he'd say when we were growing up We were dirt floor poor But we never went hungry I'd spend my days bailing hay and sacking groceries at the IGA Scraping to save every penny I had made I finally saved enough 
For my first 40 was an 84 step Side to door Then I took off Chasing my dreams I'm just a boy from Oak Creek County I grew up with these woods around me I'm a wild-out southern child I'm a pokey Folks would always say never mount to nothing Daddy's belt and mama's loving Made one hell of a man out of me Oh, if daddy could see He'd sure be proud of me Mama always was a gentle one Off the bed when dinner was done She took me in Kiss me on my cheek Daddy's love was a little more stern Nothing was given, everything was earned Kind most of the time Except when he would drink He taught me how to hunt, be a God-fearing man He'd take his fishing every now and then those are some of my favorite memories He never made college He had a degree in hard work and elbow grease Everything he learned He handed on down to me I'm just a boy from Cherokee County I grew up with these woods around me I'm a wide-eyed southern child I'm a hokey Folks would always say never mount to nothing Daddy's belt and mama's love It made one hell of a man out of me Daddy could see She'll be proud of me I got a little place Of my own Not too far from Daddy's stone Among the honeysuckle And the wild old trees now we got ourselves a boy on the way I think we're gonna give him your name If daddy can see He'd sure be proud of me
Fuck it off.